What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You're now tuned into another episode of the Doug Couch Show. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast. I hope you always enjoy the podcast. I want to say thanks for listening to everybody. Um, rate, comment, uh, leave a review on iTunes. You know, I want to thank all y'all for listening. I can't believe it, man. We've got 83 episodes on the feed as of now. No, 82. I think 82. No, I think it's 83. So when this episode comes out, it will be, I believe, 85 maybe. So mm, what do you guys think I should do for my 100th episode? I want some ideas um, on what y'all think I should do. Riley, Casper, uh... Everybody else that listens, write a review on iTunes. Give me ideas. Uh, you can email me at Douglas, D-O-U-G-L-A-S, period, C-O-U-C-H, at R-O-C-K-E-T-M-A-I-L. That's how you can submit questions or submit topics that you want me, want me to talk about or things that you want me to do because um, I am up for request. This is a random show. I know I've been doing book reviews and Sword and Scale Recap for a while, but that's just because I want this show to continue on and have something to actually do and not just, you know, be sporadic and random and, you know, have, you know, a big thing about, you know, oh, well, you know, I want this show to be consistent and have episodes. So... Um, you know, it's, it's, it's all about content, man. That's, that's what I want to have a lot of good content that you guys will love and listen to. Um, so, um, yeah, that's pretty much it, um, for that topic. So what have I been up to lately? Y'all probably wonder what have I been up to? Cause I've been doing the podcast a lot more and you know i just decided you know i'm gonna have to put work into this podcast game because if i want this thing to last and i want this thing to grow bigger then i'm gonna have to keep going and going and going with it and not stop and not give up on it i mean you know podcasting to me is fun i like it because it's something the way that i can come in here and express myself and just talk to you guys because you know um it's just something I do, man. You know, I'm, I'm good at talking. You know, I'm you know I'm not the best motivational speaker, but I sit here and tell you if something's going on. You know, if I know you and I care about you and I'm cool with you, I try and help you, man, the best of my to my ability, the best that I know, the best way that I know how. So you know, I mean, you know, but you know, it's funny. Everybody's always like, oh. Well, how do you keep a smile in your face all the time? Well, that's just it. I don't. I'm not a robot, man. I'm a human being. Like, I mean, nobody, nobody's saying, nobody's saying that I'm a that I'm a robot. But I'm just saying, man. Like, everybody's like, oh, you do so well at keeping a smile on your face. You're always so happy. And um, how do you do it? I mean, you know, it's. I mean, you know, I'm just happy to be alive, man, because. I went through some times in my life that was scary and, you know, I didn't know whether I was going to wake up or, you know, what was going to happen to me because um, back last year, I had a lung infection, which I don't know if 
I have mentioned this on the podcast or not. But, um, yeah, um, so I had a lung infection for about six months to a year before they even knew what it was. And it was bad because I didn't know what it was. So there were days, like there was one day I woke up in terrible, terrible chest pains. And, you know, I thought I was going to have a heart attack and die. But, you know, um, it was just scary because not waking, waking up or, you know, just even just waking up during the day and just being like, damn, am I going to, am I going to, you know, see tomorrow? Am I going to, you know, because at the time I didn't know what was going on. There was times where I would sweat, I would break out in a sweat. And like I said, I would have chest pains and anxiety. I couldn't hardly breathe. Um, but anyways, when they finally diagnosed me, they said, oh, well, it's common. It comes from chickens and bats and, you know, all this other shit. And I'm like, really? If it's so common, then how come we've never heard about it? You know, um, but anyways, the infection I had was called histoplasmosis. And basically what it is, if you get a, um, if you get spores or if there's, there's spores in the air from chickens and they put off these spores in the air. And if it's certain weather conditions are right, then you can inhale those spores and they'll latch onto your lungs. And if you have a weakened immune system or your lungs are weaker, then that's how it will get in there and affect you. And boy, let me tell you, that shit is no fun at all. It's a fungal infection. And I had to be on really, really, really strong antibiotics for about six months. And it was even worse because there was one night I was sitting in here and I was talking to my girl. Um, I was sitting in here listening to something and my girlfriend was talking to me. And my mouth just started like I got this sharp pain in the right side of my head. And um, this this pain and my whole right side went numb for like five minutes. And she was trying to talk to me. And my mouth just started spazzing. And, like, I was trying to scream because it hurt so bad. Like, but I couldn't scream and nothing. And for a while after that, my face was numb. The whole right side of my face was numb. So, um, I had a doctor's appointment that day. But if it hadn't been for my doctor's appointment, I probably would have went to the hospital and made sure I didn't have a stroke or something. But, um... When I when I went to my doctor's office or when I went to my doctor, she scheduled me for an MRI, um, and I had to go through several tests. I had to go through a through a heart test. I had to go through a to a heart doctor just to see if they could figure out what was going on with me because nobody knew. Nobody knew what was going on with me, uh, you know. And it was just it was scary, man, because you know I had to go through all these tests. I thought it was something with my heart, you know. I didn't know what it was. Nobody knew what it was, man. We was all, I mean, I was the one the most scared because, I mean, it was my body. So, you know, it it was just, uh, you know, it, it was crazy, man, you know, because, you know, when, when something is going on with your body, especially internally, you can't see what's going on with it. And even outwardly, I mean, for somebody who's blind, you know, you, you can't see what's going on with your body. All you can do is feel you know, and it's like, that shit had me fucked up for a while, man. But, you know, I, I made a song called Life is Wonderful. Because, man, life is wonderful. You don't never know when that shit's going to get um, took away. You don't never know when 
you know, you can walk out your house today and you could get hit by a car. You could get hit by a stray bullet. You know, life is precious, bro. Cherish your life. And no human being is worth your life. I hear people say, oh, I'm going to kill myself because my boyfriend left me. No, don't do that, man. That kind of shit is not worth your life, bro. Don't kill yourself over a human being. Human beings are not worth your life. Your life is precious, bro. I'm here to tell you. Life is precious. And you better enjoy it while you can. Because like they say, life is short. And we ain't promised tomorrow. So. Anywho. Um, today. I'm coming at you. With a sword and scale recap. So, today's episode, episode 150, yeah, Ep- Sword and Scale has been around six years. They're on episode 150 today. They just celebrated their 150th episode. It's about Jamie and Denise and James. On the morning of October 15th, 2018, an unknown man walked up to um, their door in a ski mask and he told James to get on the ground and he yelled open the fucking door so he said James said show me your badge and when he did that this dude this unknown assailant dude shot him we do know who he is but I'll tell you who he is later on, because that's when we found it all. I'm going with, through this case with you from the beginning to the end. And that wasn't even at the beginning. But, um, so in the actual beginning, the, uh, the girl, Jamie, walks up to Janine's house. Janine was, um, just this lady who was, at, she was a neighbor of the house where Jamie was being held captive. Um, so that's for later on in the story, though. So, anyways, so um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. So then we tried to figure out who did this and why. Well. It turns out it was a dude named Jake Patterson. Um, he was 21. He'd had no prior history of law, trouble, you know, or anything of that nature. So he, he, um, he kills the husband. He goes into the house. Oh, and grant you now, this place was deadbolted locked. So he shot through the deadbolt and shouldered his way in the house. This happened in Barrow, Massachusetts, I believe. Barrow. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. But uh, so, you know, it's it's just crazy, man. You know, he had no prior history at all. No prior record. No, um... No prior record whatsoever. 
no trouble with the law, no drugs and alcohol abuse, or anything like that. So, why did he do this, you might ask? Well, he said he saw her at the school bus stop, and he said he knew then he wanted to take her. Now, why, you might ask, would you do that? Well, he claimed he was just pissed. And it was just impulse. So, he held her for 88 days in a house under his bed in a basket, um, in a laundry basket and some, uh, like a plastic thing that was weighted down with weights. And he wouldn't let her go to the bathroom he wouldn't let her do anything, basically. She had to lay there under that bed for like 12 to 24 hours sometimes. And so one day um, he was, uh, he said, well, I'm going to be gone for the day. So she decides to make her escape. And that's when Jamie, the girl, shows up at this lady Janine's. So they call 911 and say, oh, well, we just found the girl. We found her, you know, because this made national news. This made um, uh, nationwide news. This was on, you know, it was statewide everywhere. You know, everybody knew about it. But, uh, you know, um, back to the beginning of the story, though, I kind of I'm kind of jumping all over the place here. But, you know, um, I'm just trying to give you all the key details of the story. Um, when Janine, when, um, he come in the house, Jan, um, Denise, Denise and, um, James and, uh, Jamie were all sleeping. So he's like, open the fucking door. And then James is uh, next to the window with a flashlight. And he says, show me a badge. And, you know, that's when he shoots, dude. So he shouldered his way in. Then he shoulders his way to another door. And he goes in the bathroom. And finds Denise and Jamie in the bathtub. So he tells Denise. Alright. I want you to put duct tape over her mouth. And bind her. And uh, tie her up. So he does that. And after he does that. He puts her on the ground. And shoots Denise in the head. And then he takes her to the house I was telling y'all about. So, you know, so then, you know, like I told y'all, um, they they called him after Jamie escaped. And, you know, this little girl, this little girl was 13 years old. Why anybody would do that to a 13-year-old girl is, is, is beyond me. Usually, people like that have some sort of mental illness or some kind of shit wrong with him but not this dude this dude had no mental illness or nothing he just said oh i was just pissed and you know i knew i wanted to take her um why i have no idea the judge said this dude was pure evil and i agree this dude was pure evil this was bullshit that just goes to show you you ain't safe in your own house because if somebody wants to go in your house and kill you or hurt you, they will. 
they'll get some kind of way, they'll find some kind of way into your house to do you violently harm. Is it scary? Hell yeah, it's scary to think about. But you know, it's like I always tell people, I got faith in God, so I know where the hell I'm going. So, you know. Um, But, so when it came down to him having remorse, he said, yeah, I have a lot of remorse, you know. Um, the little girl, though, she, she suffered so much. She, she said in the statement to the judge, you took everything that I love from me. You took my parents from me. You took my house from me. You took my things from me. I can't even go out in public no more without, you know, just thinking about, oh, well, what if, what if somebody stares at me wrong? What if this? What if that? You know, she gets anxious when she goes out in public. She's trying to get back a life of normalcy. Um, the company that her mom and dad worked for gave her $25,000 um, as a fund um, for her to get back. You know, um, they just gave her a fund for the reward of the capture of the dude, which they already captured him, but... You know, um, so he got two life sentences plus 40 years for the kidnapping killings of these people. When asked, did he show remorse? He says, yes, I show remorse, you know, and he pled guilty to all the charges. So to me, he got what he deserved. But there's no bringing back this little girl's parents. There's no bringing back what this little girl had. It's so sad in so many ways. You know, it just boggles my mind how people could do this shit, you know. But, you know, it's crazy, but he got what he deserved. And, you know, and it was just nuts, man. So... That's going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed Sword and Scale Recap 150 and some stories from me. Just some rambling on from me. Um, so, yeah. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, if you like it, leave a review on iTunes rate comment and always subscribe 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 man um but stay tuned because there will be more episodes coming soon all right guys i'm out peace all right you guys i'm out